his people. Good evening. Tonight on Business Life, research by two banking consultants shoots down assertions that international rating agencies have been reckless in downgrading Ghana's economic platforms. Also in this bulletin, Office of the Registrar of Companies extends deadline for filing of annual returns and renewals for businesses and organizations. Plus, lack of policy document on employee performance and compensation, breeding favoritism in many businesses. You can only manage these people based on the documents. Without that, managing them becomes a problem. And that it then leads to favoritism. It leads to looking at people's faces to do things. We have details of these and many others lined up for you. Please stay. It's a joy to have you on. I am Pius Kojobaka. Let's now settle for the details. And there is no evidence from both quantitative and qualitative data review that rating agencies S&P, Moody's and Fitch have been reckless in downgrading the Ghanaian economy 11 times last year. Now, that's according to findings of a research by banking consultants Dr. Richmond Etuyahini and K.B. Frimpong. Now, the research said, though Ghana has a record of political stability and strong economic growth in the past, it has been wrestling with escalating inflation, a fallen currency, and, of course, a stubborn high budget deficit. There is more for you in this report. The report said, P. Moody's and Fitch all have defined default as failure to pay a material sum of interest or principal as well as a debt restructuring conducted in a manner deemed to be coercive, involuntary and downgrading the Ghanaian economy. The global credit rating agencies have been criticized by President Ikufuado as reckless in their downgrades of the economy after the country defaulted on its debt obligations. The research identified that the three agencies have been conducting risk ratings of the economy as far back as 2003 
and have been issuing some positive results for bonds issued on the international capital markets. For instance, the $750 million bond issued in 2007 was four times oversubscribed. It's further that credit rating agencies have been an integral part of modern capital markets and the assessment on sovereign entities have been increasingly used as benchmarks by regulators and global investors. In conclusion, the report urged the government to accelerate economic growth to aid taxes collection as well as reduce its appetite for borrowing. All right, so joining me is banking consultant Dr. Rich Modetia Hindi for more on this research he conducted. Now, sir, pleasure you could join me on Business Life. We have seen the report. What are the main issues the report seems to address, really? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Um, from the reports that we did, the research that we did, we realized that uh, we have received positive rating over the past 16 years that has even enabled us to borrow consistently from the market at least the last one was 2021 we borrowed three three billion it mm. was rated as b plus by fitch but the issue is that we haven't managed our debt very well fortunately we seem to have either overborrowed without putting the necessary measures in place so in 2020 we were downgraded 11 times by these three rating agencies service obligation dwindling foreign exchange higher inflation higher interest rate bigger fiscal deficit current account deficit a whole host of issues so they realized that and the last one came in when government decided in 20 December that he was not going to, he was going to suspend the uh, foreign debts mm. and uh, pay interest payment, in addition to the domestic, then the, what I have done and the research I have done since 2003 to today, pay interest payment, in addition to the domestic, then the, what I have done and the research I have done since 2003 to today. Story established an independent parliamentary budget office to monitor monetary fiscal systems. The IA saying that by joinline.com forward slash business. My name is Daryl Kwa. Thanks for watching. We will be back same time tomorrow. Made a reckless um, rate. Made a reckless um, Business on every Thursday at 6 p.m. exclusively live on the Joy Business and Joy 99.7 FM Facebook pages. Follow our live updates and engage with us on Twitter via the hashtag Joy Business Social. You can also engage with us on LinkedIn at Joy Business Ghana. All your questions relating to business and the guest of the day will be tackled live and direct. Joy Business, empowering, prospering together. one was in the 2022 where we were even downgraded mm. nations like ghana now the concern is that it hurts the ability of uh, developing countries to go for loans because um well they are class generation resources look at all the polyclinics it was constructed by champo without borrowing on international capital market so if we have all these resources the gold now the oil has come into it cocoa, cocoa. 
decide. And we cannot manage our own affairs. I'm sure is incapable of ruling himself. You, have, you are blessed with so much resources. But instead of you looking focused and be very strategic, you tend to use a political agenda to run a, a national agenda. And that is why we find ourselves. We borrowed and borrowed and borrowed. But if you ask me, what have we got to show? So those who are in that, they are not fair to Africans. Who told the Africans to go for race? If Africans can finance their economy, there is no need if we can manage our resources. Nobody forces us to. If Africans can finance their economy, there is no need if we can manage our resources. Nobody forces us to. And thanks for staying with us, everyone. First up, the year-on-year inflation has seen a fall for the fourth month this year to 41.2% in April 2023. This has extended this inflation process since January this year. According to the Ghana Statistical Service, both food inflation and non-food inflation dipped last month. Let's hear more from government statistician Professor Samuel Kabneni. On a month basis, the only division that recorded a deflation for the month of April 2023 was transport with a deal. The team, they started doing their homework from 2023 mm. before they go to 2027, trying to put the economy in order and fiscal discipline, benchmark for credit rating. We should. I, I, I was coming. I was coming to that. I was coming to that because there's been this view that it's about time that African countries should have a criteria, or better still, have their own rating agencies. Your thoughts? Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Where are they going to get their money from? Let me tell you a story. I wanted to uh, secure a, a funding for one of your reputable organizations in the sub-region. I would not mention their name. I went to an international rating agent, international funding agency, and they were prepared to give them a huge sums of money. If I tell you the way the people presented themselves, I was I was even ashamed that day. We were doing Zoom. I was ashamed because the question that these rating agencies, uh, the credit funding agencies, was or the chief executives, uh, you you shocked me. So how can we even set a rating agency? So it's impossible. African, let me ask you. It is impossible because the nature, the way we have run our economy, we have all the resources. Go to Congo DR. Good producer now passing Nigeria. But have we been able to develop our own capacity to say that after? All right. <laughs> we shall leave the conversation here. For the purposes of time, uh, we will leave the conversation here and, of course, time here on business life. We've got to move on to some other stories. And the lack of policy document to guide employee performance is feel demoralized. Now, the situation has called for a comprehensive data on human resource management mark survey by KPMG and the HR Management Institute, Chief Executive of the Chartered Institute of Human Resources Management, Ebenezer Agbatos, said it is time for HR practitioners to take steps to ensure that workers have proper compensation policies. Space influence the decision by partners including KPMG Ghana, MData, HR Network, and the Chartered Institute of Human Resource Management to conduct the survey. 
according to the partners there is a lack of data on industry compensation and performance policy for maniacs to conduct the survey According to the partners, there is a lack of data on industry compensation and performance policy for many of uh, A stable city. Can we attribute this to anything special the government is doing? Um, I think so far that has been the situation. And you know, the times that we had a Lack of such policies in businesses operations is affecting growth. Wherever you are, documents that governs the behavior and the performance of uh, what one done. A memorandum of understanding was signed between the partners and KPMG to begin data gathering for the survey, which is expected to be concluded before the end of the year. Chief Executive of MData, Dr. Erica Fordaze, him that lack of proper data on the country's human resource space has causing the growth setback for many businesses. When I started training data official, uh, officials and practitioners, I, I came to the realization that there's a big gap. The gap is that they don't have the data. Those who even have the data, the data is all over the place, right? It's not digitized, you know. They have no means of putting it back together. So we said that we started to, first of all, create awareness. So this is the first level of creating awareness on the HR metrics and uh, its relevance, how this can impact uh, people management within organizations. So there is a big gap. Most organizations do not have the data. Issues concerning inequality in compensation and staff salaries are expected to dominate discussions on the research. Now, the Office of the Registrar of Companies has extended the deadline for filing of annual returns and renewals up to 30th September 2023. This is to provide some space to allow businesses and organizations file their annual returns and renewals. There is more in this report. According to the Office of the Registrar of Companies, the extension of the deadline is to enable companies and businesses in default to complete the processes for filing their annual returns and renewals, which they invariably could not complete due to the software application system through the period. A statement from the Office of the Registrar of Companies explained. It added that the deadlines limited by shares, companies limited by guarantee, which are churches, schools, non-governmental organizations, civil society organizations, foundations, associations, unions, societies, charities, external companies, partnerships, and professional bodies. And our shareholders of rural banks have expressed dissatisfaction at the directive of government to halt payment of dividends. The Bank of Ghana's directive is due to the current economic challenges and, of course, the impact of the domestic debt exchange program. Executive Director at the Association for Rural Banks, Comfort Owusu, reveals shareholders are reluctant to invest more due to the present order. Nanai Ojima has more in this report. In January this year, the central bank wrote to banks to suspend the declaration and payment of dividends and 
other distributions to shareholders. Banks hold more than 30% of the 83 billion cities bonds that were swapped for new instruments. Arrangement under the domestic debt exchange program means that the lenders have suffered significant losses. Executive Director of the Association of Rural Banks, Comfort Ousu, explains measures are being taken to mitigate the negative impact on the financial sector. We still have some of our lockup funds not being paid. And the DDP um, affecting somehow is affecting the rural banks. We've done some, uh, our banks, ARBFS Bank has done some submission to the Ministry of Finance for consideration so that we can get some funds to push in the RCBs. So we are looking forward to get a positive response from the government. In 2021, Amenfima Rural Bank paid over 2 million cities to shareholders as dividends, representing a 30% return on investment, with each share attracting 6 pesos. This was after the expiration of a directive by the Bank of Ghana for deposit-taking institutions to halt payment of dividends in two financial years due to impact of COVID-19 pandemic. Though the bank's profit margins increased to 557 million from 401 million cities in 2021, it is restrained from paying dividends to shareholders. Any bank that has to pay dividends will have to write for approval from Bank of Ghana, which they have in that street. So you could see the shareholders are really not very happy because they were expecting that as long as the bank has been able to make some kind of um, profit, they should be able to get their dividends. But it's not so. So it's not easy today for us. We are trying to calm them down for the fact that when things are good, they will have their dividends. Board Chairman Dr. Tony Obin says though finances of shareholders will be affected, it is necessary in efforts to salvage the Ghanaian economy. So we, we, we cannot go against government policy not to pay dividends. Um, so if that will help the economy re- re- recover, why not? We know, and you saw the reaction of our shareholders. They were very disappointed. I thought they had heard it on air or referred it in the papers. But most of them hadn't seen that, so they were very disappointed. Sometimes it's very uh, discouraging. But I think we have also explained to them the rationale for non-payment. We pray hard that by next year we should be in a position to pay dividends. For Joy News, Nanaya Ochima reporting. You're still watching Business Life here with me, Pius Kujubaka. There is more stories after this break. Please stay. and all that and so they are already feeling the heat of the high cost of the Open an Ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the Ecobank Double Salary Promo Reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority under the Caritas Lottery Platform. 
Hello, welcome back. The Ghana City ended the first half of this year with a better performance than the same period last year. According to Bloomberg, the city lost about 11.21% to the US dollar, yet was still classified among African currencies with worse sport returns. Here's more. The local currency in the last three months has performed well against the US dollar prior to the announcement of an international monetary fund program. And after the pronouncement of the program, the city has kept its resilience against the American greenback. It has so far gained about 9% on the retail market. Macy's 4th of July sale has great deals on everything you need to get you, your crew, and your space ready. Get 50 to 60% off swimwear for all and 30 to 60% off bedding and bath essentials. Plus, take 40 to 50% off almost all sandals now during the Great Sandals Sale. Macy's Star Rewards members can earn rewards even faster during Star Money bonus days. See Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. So that we are able to bring in enough fertilizer, okay, to support even this new program that is is being is being worked on, which we are yet to have full details. Now, with a question regarding how we, we we plan to work with the ministry, me our doors are always open and we've, we've December last year. Last week there were reports that demand pressures for the American greenback eased, favoring the city. This may continue this week, all things being equal. Meanwhile, for the American greenback eased, favoring the city. This may continue this week, all things being equal. Meanwhile, you know, with with the suspension, uh, it brings it brings about uh, new. I mean, it brings a lot of new dynamics into how arrangements uh, were were being made with regards to how we get financing for fertilizers and all that. Mm. But with the suspension now, immediately, it's, it's, it's off. About 20% on the interbank market yesterday. If you look at it on the retail market, then you are looking at something about 0.8% appreciation uh, yesterday. But, I mean, able to do so because there are no demands for it. It plays a role also in the fact that uh, the CD has been a because you are not seeing those pressures from portfolio repatriation that we saw in 2022. Then, of course, yeah, we made progress with the IMF. Uh, eventually, we got a program that we did with the, debt, um, the domestic debt restructuring uh, and all of those things, really, which sort of brought some standstill because then people are expecting the next move will be some recovery, really, and so they are looking for the interventions that will follow. And so decisions on whether to speculate on effects or not will not be straightforward because you don't know what the next move is going to be. So those who had some money uh, in anticipation of the IMF approval were taking profit. Those who have ordered some dollars would have been taking profit. So you saw those buy and sell actions happening along the way, which meant there was that volatility movement within a certain bank. So I guess the stability is in contest. Um, relative to last year, but 21% depreciation is so pronounced, even for um, this year. But it totally there favorably against last year because it's so worse last year, really. Mm. Correct. So, in a minute, um, how do we sustain this gain going forward? Um, looking ahead, uh, we need to implement the program and implement it well with credibility. A first review is impending. If we do the media review, and then we suggest to the investor market that 
we are making progress with um, the macro reform and then the structural reforms that we, we are targeting. If um, we can successfully pass the first review, mm. uh, which will be done in September, and I believe that the investment sometime in November, if we can successfully pass that, it is a good signal to the market that we are on course. And those will be some positives, of course. We've not had so much of a cocoa board going to market this time round, but it, it's a likelihood if they go, the inflow. I'm time bound, so if you can wrap up in a minute for me quickly, your thoughts. Yeah, to support the TDP stability, really. So, yeah, there are positives for the city, but then there is still uncertainty in the outlook which we need to gather. Mm. Research GCB Capital Courage, but we are indeed grateful for your time. And that's it for the program for tonight. I am Pius Kujubaka. You can get business stories when you log on to my joy on mine.com forward slash business. Let's connect in time tomorrow. Bye. I think I was always very, very concerned about being true to <coughs> the art. Tab is expected to announce whether he'll run for a controversial third term in the next presidential elections scheduled for the 25th of February. Now, earlier opposition leader Usman Sonko said he wants to run in the elections and called on his supporters to come out en masse if the president decides to run again. So what are they complaining about? Well, back in 2016, almost two-thirds of people voted for a new constitution. Article 27 of this constitution explicitly states that no one may serve more than two consecutive terms. Makisal was elected in 2012 to a first term of seven years and was re-elected in 2019 for another five years. But his supporters say the term limit should be reset and only start counting after 2016 when the new constitution was approved. The previous attempt to run for a third term by the then president, Abdullahi Wad, in 2012, led to widespread violence and 12 deaths. Last month, thousands of protesters clashed with the police in several Senegalese cities, leaving 16 people dead after opposition leader Usman Sonko was sentenced to two years in prison stemming from an alleged rape. His supporters said the case was an attempt to block him from running in next year's presidential election, paving the way for Macky Sall to run unopposed. And announces that he'll run for another term. Well, I want to dig deeper into this, and I'm now joined by the co-founder of the consortium, Junez Senegal, and a political consultant, Sedina Jaye, who's joining us from Dakar. Uh, Sedina, thanks for making time for Focus. Is it a third term, or, and my first question to you would be, is a third term legal for President Macky Sall? Uh, I think you, you, you summarized, thank you very much uh, for hosting me. I think you summarized very well like the, the question. Uh, I think it's not legal because we have organized a referendum on 2016. Uh, and like the output was like uh, the 
there is no possibility to have a certain uh, interlocal constitutional framework uh, in Senegal because it was uh, already set.